and welcome back to a whole lot of nothing podcast where we talk about a whole lot of nothing. Um, so usually how these work, I quite literally ramble. I have no organization. It's like, um, yeah, this happened. Um, that also, um, this happened. A lot of ums. I do. I've noticed that. So that is the usual plan is just to ramble and keep the ball going keep it snowballing from one thing to another trying to like you know keep it sequential but i forget so much you know so today we're changing it i've actually got a page of notes written out of stuff that has happened because the thing is it's quite hard because this is a whole lot of nothing so i just talk about a lot of nothing you know like and by that, I mean just like crap. Like no one really cares, but it's just stuff that happens, you know. Um, it's just nothingness in my life, you know. Nothing important. It's just stuff. Um, there we go. First, um, maybe the second. So this week, I've just written down. It's also hard because when you're just rambling, it's like there's certain stuff that's like, this is important. This is exciting. And then there's just so much like, minutia in between that I just forget like I just like oh oh yeah this happened too and it's like a sentence but it's like I'm really happy I gained like 10 seconds extra in the podcast anywho today a little bit different a little bit more planned out um just gonna go over a lot of nothing and then I love the UFC I don't know if this has been like seen previously but I fucking love the UFC I love it. I froth it. I absolutely froth that fucking sport. So I'm just going to do a quick recap of the last fight night of Aldo vs. Font. Um, and then I'm going to do predictions and my personal opinions. And then we're going to get to the YouTube channel and stuff. Because I've, as I say every week, I'll streamline it. And I don't. And we come back here and it's the same bullshit. Uh, but, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. Anyway. All right, let's start at the top. Um, yeah. So, the weekend work. So, I'm on Youth Lounge, which I think I've mentioned. I was doing a bit of an experiment, see if it's worth worth working Saturdays to get the extra cash. It's not. I literally make the same amount and do less hours. So, stop doing that. Um, so I'm just enjoying my Saturdays now, even though I only work two days, but it's as good as it gets. Um, I get my Saturdays off now, which is lovely. Went to a little, uh, what's it called? Thrift. They had a thrift warehouse in Fremantle because I'm in Perth, Western Australia. There's Fremantle, the docks. It's like a, a very modern, I'd say, I would say very liberal part of the city, of the capital. Um, very arts, modern, a lot of coffee drinking culture, which is a culture in Australia, I tell you that much, it is the coffee culture, anywho, they had a big thrift thing, that was fun, went with the miss, that was quite enjoyable, saw some friends, saw her, saw my friends at the bar, which, 10.30 in the morning, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, I suppose, um, got a shirt, it's got big dogs on it, I, I low-key love it, I want to make that the header of the YouTube channel, my roommates love it, because they'll just see me and go, big dog, which is great, because I think it's funny as well. Because I'm a big dog. Big dog got to eat. Son. Um, so that was fun. That was nice. Good little trip to Frio. Bloody hot though. Australian summer sneaks up on you. Like legitimately. Because for work I get up at 6. And I'll go to the bathroom. And usually out through the hallway it's pitch black. And then all of a sudden in the matter of like 4 days. Suddenly that darkness goes away. And it's like bright light. Like legitimately within like four days and then four days after that so it was peace oh, the weather everyone loves to talk about the weather and hear the weather i'm glad you guys get to hear about the um meteorology of wa over the last month Anywho, bloody hot it's gotten recently it went from literally like two weeks of just pure like storms and then a week later it's like a 40 degree day 40 degrees celsius and we do have some actual um, P 
people listening from America and they use Fahrenheit. So I'm going to quickly do the conversion. Shout out to you. I believe it's Virginia, the most people that listen to me. Shout out to you. People are the one person that listens to me continuously from Virginia. You're a real one. I think the Carolinas in there as well. It's definitely that like east, east coast. So shout out to you. Um, anyway, what is it? It's Celsius 2K. Wait, K? No, Celsius to Fahrenheit. Yeah. So it's like went from like 20, which is 68 Fahrenheit to like, let's go 35 to 95 over the course of like a week and a half they like just shot up it sucks um so it was so bloody hot on the weekend um we were like oh there's only one thing to really do go for a swim and we have a pool but it's fucking green so we're i'm tasked with fixing it somehow so that's going to be something to do tomorrow which you'll hear next episode next episode i'll come back and i'll be like yeah, I'm blind now. I got the chlorine in my eye. I should have wore sunglasses. Um, yeah, so I can't see, so I can only talk. That would be fucked. Anywho. So yeah, our pool is fucked. Fully fucked. Um, so we went to the beach instead. Because that is honestly the better option. Like the beaches in Australia are immaculate, are perfect. I've only ever known them and they are fantastic. It's literally like it is like beating your soul. For, um, going to the beaches in Australia, like it genuinely is going in the water. Oh, it's lovely. Um, so yeah, went to the beach. Me, my roommates, um, the miss, she drove. Thank God, because it's like half an hour away from us. It's so far. It sucks. Um, so we went to the beach. Again, immaculate, fantastic. I can't recommend Australian beaches. It's not even the best beach I've been to. It's just top tier, regardless. Um, lay down bloody windy though oh my lord it is so windy my hair my scalp is still got sand in it because it was just blowing so much fucking sand um and i got a thick mane at the moment it's growing it is long it is unkempt it is thick a thick mane we got going on at the moment and it just made its way in there may never come out that sucked and we're getting pelted as well didn't matter where we went we we're just getting pelted by that sand but the water was quite nice i went in for i only got it like up to waist deep because it was too fucking cold and i was kind of over it at that point the sun really zaps your energy a eh? really destroys your energy got a bit of a tan going we got the last few weeks actually been lovely i really like it yeah the i and we know when it's fucked the wind is fucked because we grew up in Geraldton. Geraldton is like the windiest, one of the windiest cities in the world. Like it's so windy that the, <laughs> the city, their like insignia or like the greater Geraldton or whatever the fuck it is, is a leaning tree because when trees go, there's so much wind that they blow sideways. So they go up by like two feet and then they just go horizontal because the wind just blows that fucking much. It's insane. Oh, good wind farm out there too. Actually, Polga wind farm. Like, Pog. People Pog. Um, yeah, it's just so windy. So, we know when it's howling. And it was howling. Especially for Perth. Perth is usually pretty chill. I guess when... There's this thing called, like, the Doctor's Breeze or something in Fremantle, which, where we were, it's like the ocean, the easterly or something comes in at a certain time most days. Maybe we'll cop in the early early part of that but i think we'll, yeah but yeah geraldton is windy motherfucker it blows blows the beach out fucking hell early um so that was fun bit of sunbaking bit of swimming waste a couple hours of the day some french guys fucking doing dumb shit i'm convinced it's always the foreigners sounds very xenophobic i'm not it's just they do it's always the french that are doing the fucking kite surfing i haven't I would say 9 out of 10. I would say 9.5 out of 10. 95%. They're the ones that are doing the dumb shit like kite surfing. Like back in Geraldton, the wind. The, we went out to the beach. The wind was blowing so hard. Some guy got blown like 200, 300 meters offshore. Right? And it was so fucked. The Some boy had to go out and pick him up. Because he was fucked. It was just blowing him away. 
he was fucked. He was fucked to watch. We're like, he might die. He may die. But he didn't. He got on the boat. But he was French. And these guys in front of us, they were getting... One guy almost got, like, blown up into the air. Like, he got solid, like, three feet. Two, two and a half, three feet. No, nah, we'll go we'll go six feet. That's a lot better. Six feet. He got six feet off the ground. That's right. Six feet. I know. I'm six foot. That's freaking tall. I'm six one. Not as tall as me. But he got six foot. He got six foot off the ground. And it was crazy. I was like, fuck. And then, like, it was weird. There was two of them. One guy finally got his. The other guy helped him. That got blown six foot into the air. He helped his mate. And then he finally got it. And the guy's like, yeah, it wasn't going too smooth. I think there's sand in the sail still. And as he's saying this, the sail's on the ground. And he's chucking sand on it. I get to weigh it down. But I'm like, isn't that so weird? Like, he put, like, fuck all sand. And he was expecting it. I was hell expecting it to blow over. I also thought it was so strange to complain your kite surfing's fucked because of the sand and then to imme- as immediately put sand on it just to weigh it down like you have like these stirrups and like this holding bar like i'm sure that weighs a little bit like more than the sand i bet it better weighs way more than the sand just chuck that in the middle on one side yeah on the middle yeah because it won't blow it might it was a pretty big kite the other guy got his and then there was a third guy they were all french or French. And how do I know this? I'm French. That's right. I am an Australian Frenchman. An Australian Frenchman henchman. I work for the bourgeoisie. But yeah, I'm French as well. So I've had a little bit of French. Not from my family. Fuck no. Um, just from like movies and like being cultural. Because, you know, we're all about that culture. Um, so... That got me thinking. Actually, as I was writing these notes, I got Frenchman, dumb shit, always the French. And I maintain 95%. Like, I don't think kite surfing is a stupid fucking thing. I think it's like a whack sport. Like, just go actual surfing. Way more fun. Harder. Because you don't have that. It's like, I'm sure it's fun, but way more fun. Or like, I don't even know if it's kite surfing they do. I think they do like windsurfing. That's it. Wind. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's the one where they have like the parachute. There's another one with like a sail. Like it's you're on a board with like a sail. That's cool. I like that. But this one's when they have the parachute that blows in the wind that takes them. That's lame. That's not cool. Um, that's cringe even. I think that's cringe as fuck. So if you do that, don't do that because that's cringe. Nah, do it if you want. I don't care. I will think it's lame. I won't do it. Then again, I've done a lot of shit where I'm like, nah, fuck that. And then I got it. Like this PC. I'm like, I'm never going to own a PC. That's fucking lame. And then I bought one. Good investment, though. I like it. I enjoy it thoroughly. Good PC. But yeah, I, um, I'm French. And I'm like, if these French guys are doing dumb shit, I'm going to be doing dumb shit eventually. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, well, it's in the DNA, isn't it? It's in the FNA, the French nucleotide something double nucleic acid nucleic acid french nucleic acid i do molecular genetics and i still fuck up on dna what a dummy anywho i can't wait to see the dumb shit i'm doing maybe this is the dumb shit i'm doing the podcast just talking smack no i think this will be funny i love listening into it back like we're at 14 minutes right now shout out to you if you made it 14 minutes you're a g you're a g 14 minutes as soon as it's finished I'll listen to it and I'll skip through and I'll just laugh because I make myself laugh because I'm fucking funny well I don't know I think I'm funny I'm funny to myself I'll make myself laugh so I've always got at least an encore of one person saying encore more 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 and it's me number one fan um so yeah the french they're doing the dumb shit and i'll be doing my dumb shit soon it's just got to happen it's like a werewolf to get to a certain age the french fucking stupidity comes out um and then there's pub that's my other note so yeah we went to the pub that's also another aussie tradition going to the pub it's fucking nice miss uh, same people went home had a shower went back to the pub it's nice nice place bit quiet smokers going off blowing their fucking darts they were chuffing. 
Love it. Um, they were loud. They were going off. They were like, I don't know. There's like a type of like young Australian. And it's like, yeah, of course they're smoking. Like you just know by looking at them. But yeah, they were having a chuff. Um, then there was this old guy. He came in on a bike. Good exercise. Got a pint. He put the bikes at the table to the left of us. There was like a decent enough gap. So it wasn't like encroaching on our space. Went in, got a pint, came back out, didn't sit down, just stood, looked around and eyed our table off so much. Like looked at the girls nonstop. And I would look up at him for like one or two seconds. So we make eye or well, I assume we make eye contact because I'm looking, he's got sunnies on. But long enough for him, me to acknowledge that he's looking at me. And likewise, for him to acknowledge I'm looking at him. Um, and he just keeps looking. And I do it like two or three times. And then he fucks off after he's finished his point. And everyone at the table goes, thank fuck he left. I'm like, yeah, dude, what a fucking weirdo. Like, fair enough if you have a, like, not fair enough. I'm not going to say that. But if you're going to perv or have a look or check people out, discreet. That's the tip. Be discreet. Just don't fucking do it right next to the table. It's fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird. Um, yeah. Also, those people, I always want to fuck with them. Like, there was another guy. I was at the shops and I walked past him and he eyed me off. As I'm walking, like, as I'm walking towards him to walk past him, he's just looking at me. And as I walk around the corner, I look back in the corner of my eye and I can see him still looking at me. And I'm always like, what the fuck, bro? I always wish I had the goal, the goal to go, like, blow him a kiss, go, oh, yeah, what you looking at, sweetie? Something like that, just to fuck with them. Okay, so we had to, yep, all right, so we're back. So Sunday now, Sunday was good. Sunday, we went skateboarding, and it took us that fucking long to get organized. Oh, my God, it was fucked. We were supposed to go at 8.30. I'm sl- I slept over the miss. Go home at, like, 10 past 8. Roommate Isaac, sleeping. I'm like, for fuck's sake. My other mate, who's supposed to come, is like, oh, no, nah, let's go somewhere else. Like, fucking with the plan. Going closer to him because he didn't want to drive, which is fair. But he had already said he's coming to us. And I'm like, whatever, bro, whatever. Just come here. You just, it's a cop out. Um, and he's like, oh, whatever. Oh, I'm going gym, actually. Then it goes to, um, then it's like, never mind, false alarm. I'm coming now. And then it's like, I don't hear from, and the drive's probably like 20 minutes at most. I don't hear from him for like 45. So I'm like, is he even coming? I'm going to go have a shower. I'm going to go to gym or some shit. And then he finally rocks up and we spend another hour probably going like, oh, should we go? Should we go? And we fucking go. It's like, no, nah, we're going to go get a coffee. And then it's like, no, nah, let's go skate park first and then we'll go. We go skate park. It's now like 10, 10.30. It's so hot. It's already like 30 degrees, which to our American audience is like, is. eighty six Fahrenheit. It's already 86 Fahrenheit at 10.30. Fucking hot. So we go out skateboarding. He's got a cruiser. So that's like a board not built for trips. So we go to a skate park where you're supposed to like rails and half pipes and crap. He's got a cruiser. That's meant not meant for that. That's meant for like just skating, just going distances, skating the paves, bro. Fuck yeah. Um, shit like that. I also got one, but I also have a, I've got two. I got a cruiser and I got a trick board. Isaac's got a trick board. So we, me and him brought our trick boards because it's like a skate park. We're going to try and do shit. Um, Isaac's pretty good. He skated before. I am very green. So I was trying to do a 180. Almost got it. Like, hey, I could get the board like to do the 180, but then I would get it to fly fly too far forward or too far left. Um, and then I'd also, or then I'd do the opposite where I'd get it, but I'd only get it to do like 70, 70 degrees. You know, I wouldn't be able to turn it too far. So I either had the power to move it and no control or the control to land on it and no power. So that was us. But we did it for a bit. We only were there for like maybe 15, 20 minutes at most because it was so fucking hot. And then Ethan with the cruiser just could not be fucked. He was over it. He could not be bothered. He just uh, sat there goes, oh, this is lame. We should be going to where I want to go. Uh, which we'll do next week for him. 
for the big fella. Um, yeah, and then we, what else did we do? I don't know what we did. What did we do? Oh, then we go to the shopping center nearby. That was good. And we're like, oh, we'll get a drink and then go get a, we'll get like a Gatorade or water because we're fucking thirsty. And then we'll go get a coffee. And Ethan's like, oh, and then we're like, as a joke, oh, you buy us a coffee, Ethan. He goes, oh, okay. We get in there and he, and he goes, I think I'll do my shopping. And we're like, no fucking way. No way. So we're walking around with him and he's just doing his fucking, and he's legitimately grocery shopping. And we're like, could we be doing anything right now? And we're doing, we're with him doing his grocery shopping. So Isaac and I decided to have a bit of fun. We, um, as we're walking around, we're just grabbing stuff and throwing it in his, um, shopping cart. It was good. It was fucking fun. It was so funny. We were just taking shit, taking shit out. So he'd be like, put his like beef mince in and then he wouldn't have it after like five minutes. It was so funny. So, so fucking funny. And a big waste of time. And he didn't even buy us coffee. We were like expecting him to buy. He said he would buy us a coffee, but he didn't say inside. He said um, in, from Woolworths, where we were, which is like a supermarket in Australia. He, we meant like out of a restaurant, like actually go for coffee. And he's like, and so we bought our own like these protein shakes and stuff. So we bought that and he's like, oh, I would have bought it for you, but now I'm not. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Come on. So we kind of got gypped on that one. Not going to lie. Not going to lie at all. Um, so yeah, we did get gypped. That fucker. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. Um, and then we came home. Then he dropped us off and he just wanted to go home. In fairness, I was tired and I just wanted to play like games or some shit. Could not be bothered. So yeah. So that was the weekend. Um, that was two days ago. Then the week prior, nothing really happened. It was a lot of work. Work was alright. It's fucking hot. I'm doing a shitty comp, which I don't enjoy, but it's alright. So, I'm going to buy headphones and smash through a bunch of books, which I reckon would be great. Just buy some shitty headphones that can get dusty. Because I'll get home and my room is like, oh, you've been in the sun, you got a tan. I'm like, no, nah, it's dirt. Like, it's a thick layer of dirt on me. It's foul. But, yeah. So, now, onto the fun stuff. Onto the stuff, the um, content creation, you know, rather than just talking about what I did, I'm going to create content and discuss things. So it was UFC fight night, Rob Fontvis Aldo, Jose Aldo, or Jose, whatever the fuck you want to call him, King of Rio versus um, the New England cartel, cool name, New England cartel, I thought Aldo is like 35. I genuinely thought he was a bit past his prime. Like he's a bit of an older bloke. He's 35. That's usually on the decline. So I expected him kind of to be a roadblock. Like there's gatekeepers. Pretty much there's fighters. And if you beat them, you're elite. I kind of looked at him as a gatekeeper. Like if you beat him, you probably deserve a title fight. Or in that conversation for title number one contender. Uh, I expected Fonts. To get past him, I, I was gonna. I said round three stoppage by Font. I thought he'd just lay the pace and just out pressure him and just out like kind of like point until they got to a point, um, just point score. So just keep tapping him until he pretty much couldn't take it and just lost. Um, that was my expectation, but no, it, it went that way for the first round until like the last first four minutes of the first round. And then that last minute, he just comes out. He just lands uh, a jab and then a straight, a straight right. And it wobbles him. It wobbles Font. Font's on the ground, like 20 more seconds. It might have been the end of the fight. And that's pretty much how the whole fight went. It was just Font, like, pace, pace, like, landing a bunch of good stuff. Aldo, kind of a bit defensive, doing stuff. And then, bang, one punch. And it was just, Font couldn't deal with it. Just could not deal with it. It was just like, yeah, lev- definitely showed like levels to it. And Aldo also, one of his eyes was like swollen shut for like two, a, at least a full round. But then Rob Font, his eye got swollen as well. So, but yeah, Aldo performed very well. Very well. Um, then the other one, 
There were a few good fights. I didn't really care for any. Cheyenne Byers. Her name's like Vlismas now or something. I guess she got married. She's a babe. She is a babe and she's a warrior. She's cool. She's on the come up. 100% she's on the come up. I love her fighting. It's striking. She knows she wants to go for the bonus and fight of the night um, and performance of the night. She like comes in like, ah, ah, um, three-piece combo, right? Fantastic. Three-piece, four-piece combo, and then jumps out. Similar to like Cyril Garland, like that kickboxing Muay Thai style, where it's like one, two, three, four, and then jump out so they can't get counted. Or if they get counted, they only get one. They don't get the um, thingy to go off, like a combination to go off. And that's her range. And then she goes in that range and she does in one, two, out. One, two, three, out. One, two, cops, one, four, five, three, four, five, out. Really good. And then at the end of round two and three, she's like standing there like, yeah, let's go. And they're just wailing on each other. I think in those exchanges, she probably got, her opponent got the better of her. But it might have just seemed that way. It might have been equal, but it might have just seemed that way because it was like her opponent was finally landing. Um. But yeah, she's phenomenal. I've seen her fight twice now. Fantastic fighter. She's on the come up. She, I was saying to my roommate, she could hundred percent be one of those fighters where years, for like in a few years, she's like contending. She's a top five, top ten, top five fighter, um, contending for the belt. And these were the fights where we'll like look at, like, of course she was going to make it. She just out outclassed her opponents. Like she's she's good. I really like it. And her last fight. I don't know if it was luck or like good timing and skill, but her opponent. So if you're if you're a downed opponent, which is like depending on what state, like one hand on the ground and one knee, or like one knee and the hand or something like that, um, you classify it as grounding. You can't kick them in the head. You can kick in the body and the legs. I'm pretty sure. Um, or knee. Shout out to LJ, the fucking fake champ. Anyway. Nah, real champ, technically. It'll be. I think he'll do a lot better in his uh, rematch against Yohan. But anyway, she, her opponent, Cheyenne's opponent, as she came off the ground, literally, as her fingers left the ground, she became not grounded, so a leg kick was, like, legal. And Cheyenne had timed it perfectly that as soon as her fingers are, like, left the ground, the kick connected and hit her in the head and she was out. Like... I think a second or half a second slower or faster rather, um, that would have been an illegal and she would have got the DQ. But it was perfect, like a perfect kick. Like it was really good. So yeah, she's on the come up. Shout out to her. I think she's going to do well. Um, and now we're going to do UFC 269. That's coming out this weekend. We're going to do those predictions. I think that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so my predictions for 269, I think, uh, so let's go to the card. So I'm just going to do a few of the ones I kind of know, and then we'll see what else. So Charles, Charlie Olives versus Dustin, the Diamond Poirier. Charles Dubronx Oliveira versus Dustin, the Diamond Poirier. I think this is a tough fight. I think everyone's probably overestimating Poirier and I think he may be the favorite because of his um him beating Connor and Connor's still elite like Poirier is the uncrowned champ who deserves to fight for the title more so than anyone else well what the fuck um he deserves it um let me just check the odds so if so he's like the uncrowned champ but Oliver is still good. Oliver is standing, stand-up game. Not as probably developed as Poirier, but it's still high level. His grappling is definitely more advanced and then the wrestling would probably also go to Poirier, but like that takes it into Charles' like area where Charles will like, you know, up against the fence, Charles will go for a guillotine or like, you know, guillotine or a das on the ground. Like Charles over the last like, eight fights, I think whatever his fight win streak is, is a monster, is legitimately a monster. Like, he has the ability to take it to the ground and just put him in, like, a bad spot, a really, really bad spot, a terrible spot. Um, 
Yeah, Poirier is the favorite. A dollar fifty-eight to two dollars twenty-nine. I would say Charles is a good bet, like a solid bet for that. Like a hundred percent, I think it's a good bet. Um, yeah, I think that's a great bet. Like, I think it's definitely going to be finished. I think Charles is either going to get knocked, or Dustin's going to get knocked out or submitted. Um, so yeah, that's a that'll be a good fight. I hope, I hope Poirier will win because it'll be like Bisping, like getting, um. You know, finally after so long getting the tie, like earning it the hard way, going through fight after fight and beating the baddest motherfuckers, you know? Uh, whoops, sorry, one sec. I should not be doing this, but I have to. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping Poirier... But at the same time, I like Charlie, Charles de Bronx Oliveira. I think he's kind of cool. Um, if I was a betting man, I would do Charles just because the odds are probably favored. Like the odds for how likely he can win it are pretty good. Like 229, not the favorite. And he is just as like, it to me would be almost a pick him if we're being honest, like genuinely almost a pick him. Poirier might have the better striking. And if he can keep the distance, but Charles is still athletic and good and strong so yeah i'd say poirier should definitely be the favorite but charles is still up there 100 uh then we go to the co-main nunez versus pena um i have not seen any of juliana pena um but i've seen a bit of nunez and nunez is a bit of an animal the lion lioness she's tough she is so tough and she will be so hard to beat I'm going to say that Pena does it out of um, let's see the odds for that. I'm going to say Pena does it out of fuck. Um, oh my god. Anyway, um, all right, we're going to stop fucking texting because I need to do this. I need to give this my full attention. Um, yeah, Nunes is favorite, $1.10 to $6 for Pena. I don't even know if you're saying the name right. Anyway, I I know how good Nunes is. I do. I really do. But I just think, what's that saying? It's hard to go to work sleeping. It's hard to do the tough stuff when you're sleeping in silk pajamas or some shit like that. She's been on an enormous streak. No one's, no one's compared. No one's came even close to her. I think there's an absolute chance if Pena wants it. And if she, I don't know how good she is. I genuinely don't. But, and honestly, even though she's the number one contender fighting for it, she may not even deserve it anywhere close because they're just feeding people at this point. However, she she might be able to do it i she might be able to do it there's like a belief in me that nunes is going to fall off before it ends just out of like being tough just out, the sport being so tough and they like you just can't you just can't there's just people that just want it so much more and you've had it for so long you've done so well you've got a family like could very much be the end of her reign in saying that it would be super too bad against her but if you want to go for an absolute fucked multi, I'll go Pena. I think it's like a 95% chance Nunes does it. And that's being generous. That's being generous to Pena. Um, the next one, Jeff Neal versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. I've heard the names. I don't know enough, so I'm not going to do that one. Uh, Kai Kara France versus Cody Garbrandt. Um, I do not rate Cody. I think he's... Um, subpar, I think he had a good year, at least of recent, I don't rate him. I think he's got knockout power. It'll be interesting to see him at flyweight. Like, he might just be able to bully them. Like, he had power in bantamweight, so he literally might be able to just be like, suck it, and just sock them in the face, and that's it. That's like lights out. But Kai Kara France is that guy. He is good. So this will be a good test for both. This will be a good, I think, I've heard Kai really wanted this fight, because it could be like, you think, it's like, Cody thinks he can come down and bully them because he's bigger, but Kai's going to be like, no, this is what we're about. Um, that's also another hard one. I would go Kai, mainly because I'm Aussie and so is he. 
Um, so you always got to back the boys. Um, where is that one? Cody Garbrandt's favorite, $1.64 to two twenty. I guess that knockout power really is something. And his boxing's good. Yeah, it'll be a good fight. I would also probably favor Cody just because of size and coming down and that knockout power. But I still think I'm going to go with Kai. Cody Garber should be favored, but I think Kai Karafrens gets it done. Uh, Benchweight, Raviulian Payave. I think that's how you say his last name, Payave. This is Sean O'Malley. Um, yeah, we're going to go with the Sugar Show. It's just good to see him win. He's, uh, what Kevin Lee? Kevin Lee just got cut, and Kevin Lee said, do not take hard fights. Take the easiest fight you can and work your way up. They're going to like you a lot more. And that's what O'Malley's doing. Um, I think Riley and Payave is ranked 15, so this will finally get him a ranked opponent because he's been bullying people. Like, he's... Uh, Cheeto, he lost, but that was kind of like a ish issue like with the nerves, so that was a freak. So I'd say he was definitely looking better, like dominating, like the dominant fighter early on until that happened. Um, then he fought some guy and he bullied him. Then he fought Chris Mustafino, whatever his name is, and broke his hands on his face. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't know anything about Parave. I think I'm just going to go with Sean because Sean just seems to like definitely be dominant in what he's done. And I'm sure he understands everyone thinks he's just going to be a rest fight. Like He's wanted to fight wrestlers. And I think people know, I think even he knows if you fight someone, they're going to just try and wrestle him because they think he can't. So he's probably practicing it and good at... I think he, he's good at the range, keeping the range and keeping it in the way he wants to. Like Cheyenne, darts in and out, bang, 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 out. Um, so, yeah, I think Sean O'Malley, I'll check the odds, but I'm going to absolutely suspect he is heavily favored. Yeah, $1.28 to three forty-five. Um, Yeah, I think O'Malley gets that job done. Um, it might be, depending on Payave's style, but yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, but I don't know style, I mean, but depending, you could make it tough, but yeah, I do think O'Malley gets the job done. Probably a knockout. Josh Emmett versus Dan Ige. These are guys I've heard of. I don't know how good they are. I've heard Josh Emmett's actually quite good. Same with Dan, Dan Ige. I've heard they're both badass, badass motherfuckers. Um, interesting to see how it goes. Um, I have not seen them either of them fight. I just know they're good. Josh Emmett. It's 16-2. I think he will probably be the favorite. I think he's like a hell good wrestler. I think Danny Gay's a good BJJ guy, but depending on the wrestling style, I know wrestlers can anti, like some wrestling styles are anti-jiu-jitsu and it just doesn't work for jiu-jitsu practitioners. Um, Danny Gay, yeah, Emmett's the favorite. So yeah, I don't know enough, but I yeah, stick with that. I think Emmett is good. Also, Emmett's got power, I'm pretty sure. At least in the UFC 4 game, he has power. Like, pow, pow. Um, the next fight, Pedro Munoz, Munoz as Dominic Cruz. I think Pedro Munoz... I'm not saying that right. Um, fought Jose Aldo last, and he really wanted that fight. Like, really wanted that fight. Um, yeah, he did. Decision unanimous, yeah. Um, he really wanted that fight. Because I remember him saying stuff like, this is his entrance into, like, the top echelon. But, yeah, I think he got battered, like, legitimately battered. Um, Cruz is pretty old, but Cruz is still pretty, like, elite. I would suspect Cruz... I would expect a war. I could see Cruz getting it done. I, again, don't know enough about uh, Pedro. Pedro. Um, but, yeah. I'd expect a war, but probably Cruz gets it done just with the movement and stuff. Assuming it's not Cruz's last fight. He just get old. He just have a crazy job just sitting there. Like doesn't need to take this fight, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'd go Dominic Cruz. What are the odds for that fight? Um, Dominic Cruz. Oh, Pedro is a dollar eighty six to Dominic Cruz one dollar ninety four. I guess the Age difference probably helps a lot. Uh, makes it for, like, skill. Because I guess one good hit when you're older and you could just lights out easily. Especially if uh, Pedro has heavy hands. Um, but, yeah, that's interesting. Next one is Sakai. 
Oh, wow. We've been doing it for a while. Um, Augusto Sakai versus Tai Tuivasa. Uh, second last one. We're going to go with Tai Tuivasa. We want to see him do a shui. We want to see those big hands swing. Probably be a bit tough because these heavyweights, um, ranked heavyweights, it's his first ranked opponent in a while. He's on the win streak again. Um, I think I believe in him. I believe in the Aussie. 100%. He could do it. It'll be interesting. Don't know anything about Sakai, so Augusto Sakai. So, yeah, we'll be backing our boy. 100%. We want to see him do a shoey. Hopefully not one with hot sauce like last time, but fuck yeah, we'll do it. It'll be cool. I love his, his, his songs are so good too. It's like, if you want to be my lover, captain with my friends. That was his last one. Fuck yeah, it's good. It's just like changing the vibe. Like I get so nervous for Aussies. Then he, if he comes out with that, I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah, what a badass. What a badass motherfucker. Um, now the early prelim. So there's probably two that I really want to talk about. Miranda Maverick versus Aaron Blankenfield. I've seen Miranda Maverick fight. Pretty good. Pretty solid all around. I think it's like a grappling wrestling style. A bit of striking. Mid-level striking. Um, I've seen her fight a few times. I don't really remember. I do like her, though, I've just because I've seen her fight. Um, I haven't seen anything of Aaron, so I can't say. I'll go Miranda. Actually, let's quickly see the tie. Tai Tuivasa odds. Are... Oh, it's a pick 190 to 190. Um, all right, Miranda Maverick. Yeah, it's a favorite, $1.72 to 210 Um, She's pretty cool. I think she's doing like some uni degree as well on the side while she's fighting, which I think is baller. Um, really baller. So, oh, that was a hefty fight if anyone heard that. I am sorry. I apologize. I am embarrassed, even. Um, next one. So, yeah, I'd say Miranda. I hope she wins. Cool. I like her. I think she's cool. Now, the GOAT. The GOAT of the featherweight division is fighting. Ryan Hall versus Derek Minor. If you know, you know. Ryan Hall is the Illinari role god. He's a he is that guy. He's that motherfucker with that Illinari role. It is crazy. I made a UFC character just to learn that, just to fuck with uh, my roommate because we're such big Ryan Hall fans. He is that guy. He is fucked. His last fight was stupid because I think everyone expected him to go for the leg locks because that's what he's known for. He hadn't fought in a long time, so fair enough. He kept Illinari rolling, and the guy was just like, no. Then eventually, Illinari rolled. The guy jumped on him, hammer fist, knocked him out. Um, like TKO knockout. I'm going to guess Derek Mann is preparing for it. I'd assume Ryan Hall's going to do something different. I'd hope so. He's high-level BJJ. Um, I would expect him to probably start off standing and maybe... Maybe not go. Maybe go for the takedown. Try something else as they get back up. Illinari roll. I hope he doesn't fuck around an Illinari roll across the um, octagon again. Because if so, it's legit going to be the same thing. He's just going to get jumped on when he's not expecting it. And bang, bang, bang. Um, he's the favorite. It's like two seventy to a dollar forty six. Um, I'd I'd hope he wins. He's so good. Such a good fighter to watch. He's fighting against BJ Penn. That's also really interesting. Um, really good fight. Uh, it's free on UFC YouTube. Definitely watch that. Just his Illinois role. It's, I watched in slow motion. It's so cool. It's literally like like a Capcom. Um, what's the Marvel? No, not Marvel. Uh, fuck. Mortal Kombat. It's like that. Um, like the ultimate. Like drops down to all fours, launches forward, chucks his leg up. Like roll, grabs the legs, pulls an ankle lock or knee locks, knee bars him. Such a cool guy. So they're my predictions. Um, well, they're the fight analysis for the fights I know. To go over predictions, I'll go Ryan Hall, Miranda Maverick. I'd go Josh Emmett. I'd go Dominic Cruz and Taito Ivasa. Um, for the main, I'll go Charles Olive. This is for the I want Poirier to win, but Charles Oliveira for the bets. Nunez. Kaikara France, because we got it back to Aussies, and Sean O'Malley. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. If you made it this far, thank you. Um, so, the outro. Gonna try to do an actual, like, not like up. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Like I've been doing previously. A bit more maintained, I'd say. Um, 
And every week I talk about it and every week I do not do it. But um, I heard some saying, I just changed my mind a lot, a lot, a lot about what I really want to do. But it does come back to art. I really do want to do that and podcasting. Enjoy that a lot. Um, but I heard the saying, it's like, when you do too much, you don't do anything. And I feel like that's very true. To be really good at stuff, you've got to do less, like, fuck all. You've got to do, like, three, four things max. Like, even that might be too much. Um, but that's what you got to do to be good, like, really good at something. And make progress and continuous progress and smart goals and, like, elevate yourself consistently. Um, so, yeah, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to uh, record our progress of getting good at stuff. Um, So I've decided that the YouTube channel is going to be made into four, uh, three different things, four different things. Yeah, I was right. Four different things. Um, I'm going to starting next episode. We're going to download and just post them on YouTube just for people to listen to. Um, That's the plan. We are going to... uh, just black screen, just episode of whole lot of nothing podcast. Um, subscriber, we're getting probably wait for that because I don't think there's anything of value I can bring at the moment. So we're not going to bother with that. Um, so one subscriber. Thank you. You can unsubscribe. Anywho, um, you can unsubscribe. I don't think you're getting your values yet. We're going to get it there. Trust me. Um, so yeah, the YouTube, the other three things, like I said, art, um, we're going to record, just do videos and TikToks and shit of just art, just like spending a day's worth of just drawing, just getting better, you know, learning different techniques, stylizing what I want to do per se. Like, you know, dot, dot, dot. Um, that's quite fun. Because um, it's also fucking hard. Like, it's hard. Because I suck. I'm not very good. But I want to. But... Knowing where I want to be and versus where I'm at, it's quite like crippling. Like the motivation, it's like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to draw this, but I can't even draw one tenth, one one thousandth, as good as I can imagine it. Fuck. You know, so yeah, I just got to get better. That's the one thing I would need to do. And um, I think it's also just fun to show, like, you know, just do a quick, like, like this, just draw and say, like, here, I was doing this, feeling this, so I learned this technique. Well, um, so we're going to do that. And plus, it's also like, oh, fuck, I have to do an art video today. Fuck, I have to draw, that means. So it also forces me to draw, because I definitely think I need that external force to continuing. Otherwise, I'll always be like, no, nah, I'll do it tomorrow. I, f- I don't feel like it's today. I'm too tired. I'll do it tomorrow. No, fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow. Um, no, I don't want to do it today. I'll do it in the morning. And then it just snowballs until it's like you know a month or two like it has been it's been two months since i've done anything um so yeah the other thing we're gonna do um it's hearthstone i fucking love that game so much it is so fun it's not it's a fucking crippling game and it's sometimes it's boring but it's the one game i've played consistently over the last two years two years which is crazy i've never played a game this long this consistently but, um, yeah, we're going to do that. I think I'm good enough to get somewhere. So I'm going to practice, just do another short videos and just being like, this is what I've learned. This is what we're going to do. Um, so, yeah. Just because I also think it'll be fun. And then we're going to set smart goals for that. For art, we're going to do stuff and do like, this is what we want to learn and achieve at the, by this point. Same with half and we're going to be like, this is the goal. This is what we want to achieve. Um, I think there's like, cause I'm in Australia, it's not that big, the esports scene, but I think there's some esports tournaments. So I'm going to give that a crack. Cause I think I could win, you know, I think I could get good. Cause I get good enough to pl- like certain decks. I like can play like really well, like intuitively. I just like, yeah, I, this, this, this is how it should work, you know? And I'm quite good at it. And then it's the more you play, the more you expect, the more you're like, yeah, yeah we should use this type to set this up. Um, so yeah, going to do that. And then the last one, I want to do like video essays. I genuinely find that stuff fun and the writing aspects of it is enjoyable as well, especially as a, like, I want, want to be creator learning that stuff. It's quite good. 
also like learning how to structure sentences better. I don't think that's ever a bad thing, you know. Um, so that'll be good practice. Help me with the podcast. Maybe learn better vocabulary. Um, structure sentences and formulate ideas better, more cohesively and more structured. Uh, so yeah, so I'm going to do like video essays just on niche stuff, you know, some stuff that I think is interesting or funny. Um, try and do a bit of comedy in there. Um, you know, I've heard writing comedy is quite difficult. So give that a crack. Might be fun. Might be good at it. Might not be. Probably won't be. But we'll get good. The whole point of the channel is to get good. And it's going to be in those three specific things. Um, and then on top of that, we're going to stream. We're going to stream all three. So the plan for it is when making a video, we're going to stream the making. So for the art, we're going to stream like, all right, so this is me. I'm going to have the camera pointed down over the thing. And this is like just me talking, being like, fuck, here we go. Uh, what the fuck is this? And blah, blah, blah. I'm watching the video. You know, seeing the sequential improvement. Half same, same thing. Just playing it, getting good in the Arvo. Because after work, sometimes I just want to have a game. A game. And then the essay is going to be research. Because I enjoy that study. Like sometimes I'll get stuck into things like holes. Like fully down the rabbit hole. Um, like why? Like, you know like different cultures or like wars or like not conspiracy theories really, but just like different ideas and stuff. Like this idea that we're realized for ideas. That's a cool one. Um, so yeah, so that's where we're going forward with this. Um, within the next week, I'll probably post my first video essay. Um, I've already written the script. Um, hopefully it goes all right. Uh, we'll do the first art stream tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do the first art stream tomorrow. And then we'll also do the first Hearthstone stream on Wednesdays. So, um, hopefully, I might also do a VOD channel. But I don't know what VOD stands for. I know it's like the recording of your thingy. Um, but yeah, so that's the plan. Um, do those three things and do them well and continuously get better at them. Especially the art. The art's going to be the most important one. And then secondly, the essay. So I want to learn better how to write and communicate better. And then finally, half zone. Just definitely something I'm going to focus on getting better at while also enjoying. Because it is a good relaxing game. It's also fun. I never feel like I lose. I feel like I just get unlucky. So it's a good game where I continuously like go after. Dun, 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 dun. Um, and new expansion comes out Wednesday. So it'll be fun to play, learn, play. Um, we'll start. You know, the goals will be like dot, dot, dot. And yeah, we'll just mark out how well we do. Um, so yeah, I say it every week. But we finally got things planned. We finally got the stream planned, the YouTube planned. I genuinely have liked this podcast. It's the longest I've gone by far. I felt like it sounded a lot better. I enjoyed talking about the UFC. I fucking love the UFC. Talking about the beach was fun. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's I hope it's clear-cut the best podcast I've done so far. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming and listening. Catch ya.